0: Hello everybody and welcome in to episode number 92 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading the third chapter of James today and our focus is on how a wise person behaves. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Please do check out our website, Bible2021.com. That's Bible2021.com. We have a transcript and episode notes for every single episode of the year. And as well, you can get a copy of our reading plan that we're following and more. Please check us out there. And if you want to send a message or contact us, that's the way to do it. Bible2021.com. Well, today we're talking about wisdom. Wisdom is important. We must earnestly seek it as followers of Jesus. Consider two important commands from the Proverbs. Proverbs 4, 7 says, Wisdom is supreme, so get wisdom. Whatever else you get, get understanding. Or Proverbs 16, 16, get wisdom. How much better it is than gold. And yet, get understanding. It's preferable to silver. Well, the trouble with getting wisdom in 2021 is that the biblical definition of wisdom has honestly just been so obscured, we hardly know what it is anymore. So let's pause and consider six principles from the Word of God about wisdom. Number one, God is wise. Of course, that's no surprise to us, but Romans 11.33 says, Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and untraceable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord? So God is all wise. His depths of wisdom we can't even fathom. Number two, again, no surprise, Jesus is wise luke two forty says that Jesus grew up and became strong, filled with wisdom luke two fifty two tells us that Jesus, as he grew old, he older, he increased in wisdom and stature mark six two even some of Jesus's critics said, "Where did this man get these things? What is this wisdom given to him? So Jesus was a man full of wisdom. Number three, Jesus promised his followers wisdom. Luke 21, 15, talking about when his followers are under attack, under persecution, Jesus says, I will give you such words and a wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. So that's a big deal. It's a big promise. Number four, principle on wisdom. The way to get wisdom is to ask in faith. From James chapter one, we read just a few days ago, James chapter one, verse five through seven, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives to all generously and without criticizing, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without doubting, for the doubters like the surging sea, driven and tossed by the wind, that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Number five, and this is not self-evident. This is important. There is a worldly kind of wisdom that is common in the people of the world. It's harmful. It's harmful. And, on the other hand, there's a godly kind of wisdom that is harmonious. So, worldly wisdom can be harmful. It can separate. It can divide people. Godly wisdom is harmonious. 1 Corinthians three, eighteen through 20 Paul says, No one should deceive himself. If any among you thinks he is wise in this age, he must become foolish so that he can become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God." Since it is rich written, he catches the wise in their craftiness, and again, the Lord knows that the reasonings of the wise are meaningless. And finally, principle number six, which we're talking about today specifically, godly wisdom is peaceful and gentle. James three thirteen 13-18, who is wise and has understanding among you? He should show his works by good conduct, with wisdom's gentleness. Wisdom has gentleness. Verse 14, But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your heart, don't brag and deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where envy and selfish ambition exists, there is disorder and every kind of evil. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peace-loving, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits. Without favoritism and hypocrisy. Interesting. Well, let's read our passage and get some more on wisdom. James chapter 3, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Not many should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we will receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many ways. If anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is mature, able also to control the whole body. Now, if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we direct their whole bodies and consider ships." Though very large and driven by fierce winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So too, though the tongue is a small part of the body, it boasts great things. Consider how a small fire sets ablaze a large forest. And the tongue is a fire. The tongue, a world of unrighteousness, is placed among our members. It stains the whole body, sets the whole course of life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell." Every kind of animal, bird, reptile, and fish is tamed and has been tamed by humankind, but no one can tame the tongue. Tongue, It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongue we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in God's likeness. Blessing and cursing come out of the same mouth, my brothers and sisters. These things should not be this way. Does a spring pour out sweet and bitter water from the same opening? Can a fig tree produce olives, my brothers and sisters? Or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt water spring yield fresh water. Who among you is wise and understanding? By his good conduct he should show that his works are done in the gentleness that comes from wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your heart, don't boast and deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there is disorder in every evil practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peace-loving, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering without pretense." And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who cultivate peace. So one of my favorite human examples of the peace-loving gentleness of wisdom is John Newton. If you've ever worried about a friend or a child that they're caught up in great wickedness or foolishness and then there might not be any hope or rescue for them... Look to the life of John Newton. Early in his life, he was a rebel against God and just an awful human. He was a literal slave boat captain and cared very little for people. But he was transformed by God's call and amazing grace and became a mighty man of God and a tremendous man of wisdom, peace, gentleness, and humility. One time a friend of his, wrote him a letter asking for advice. He was set to debate another person on some theological issue or another, and Newton wrote back a wonderful letter that was just full of wise advice for his friend that was about to enter into a dispute, and you can read echoes of the wisdom of James 3 all through it. Let's close out today with just a couple of paragraphs from that letter, which is still good advice for us in 2021, maybe even uh, more appropriate for us in this day and age than it was for John Newton's friend. Newton writes, Your aim, I doubt not, is good, but you have need to watch and pray, for you will find Satan at your right hand to resist you. He will try to debase your views, and although you set out in defense of the cause of God, If you're not continually looking to the Lord to keep you, it may become your own cause and awaken in you those tempers which are inconsistent with true peace of mind and will surely obstruct communion with God. Be upon your guard against admitting anything personal into the debate. If you think you have been ill-treated... You will have an opportunity of showing that you are a disciple of Jesus who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he was suffered, he didn't threaten. This is our pattern. Thus, we are to speak and write for God, not rendering verbal attack for verbal attack. But in contrast, we give blessing when attacked, knowing that we are called to such behavior. The wisdom that is from above is not only pure, but peaceable and gentle, and the lack of these qualifications, like the dead fly in the ointment, will spoil the flavor and effectiveness of our work. If we act in a wrong spirit, we will bring little glory to God, we will do little good for our fellow creatures, and we will procure neither honor or comfort for ourselves. If you can be content with showing your wit and gaining the laugh on your side, you have an easy task." But I hope you have a far nobler aim, and that, sensible of the solemn importance of the gospel truths and the compassion due to the souls of men, you would rather be a means of removing prejudices against God's people in a single instance than to obtain the empty applause of thousands. Go forth, therefore, in the name and strength of the Lord of hosts, speaking the truth in love. And may he give you a witness in many hearts that you are taught of God and favored with the unction of his Holy Spirit. Fantastic letter. You can read it at Bible2021.com. And let's close out with our verse of the month for April, James 4, 6. But he gives greater grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Amen and amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.